Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, I'll be bringing you guys my early round running back target list for fantasy football in 2020. So if you guys would like to see my wide receiver list, I posted it yesterday. Make sure to check it out down below on my YouTube channel. While you're down there, please make sure to click that subscribe button and hit that notification bell because you guys are not going to be wanting to miss out on any content I'm going to be posting. I post every single day until the NFL season is over and I even start posting a couple more times a day, typically three videos a day, two videos a day, coming later in the offseason and during the regular season. So I pump out all that content so that you guys can win win your fantasy football championship so I would really like if you could click that subscribe button if you're already subscribed I really appreciate it so let's get right into it early round running back targets for fantasy football in 2020. Now, the first guy here is Josh Jacobs of the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, last season, he was a rookie, and this season will be his sophomore season in the NFL. In his rookie year, running back number 29 in 2019, missing a couple of games, but nothing to really worry about for him. 242 carries, 18.6 per game, number 13 in the NFL. 1,150 rush yards, 88.5 per game, 7th in the NFL. So he's going to be a guy that is going to be seeing a lot of his work on the ground. There are some backs behind him that are more of the pass-catching backs, per se, but I think that those numbers that you're going to be reading below that I'm going to be talking about, his catching numbers, his receiving numbers, are going to go up. 28 targets, 2.2 per game, number 46 in the NFL, and 20 receptions, 0.23 per game, 20th in the NFL. So obviously, those numbers don't scream out to you as amazing numbers for pass-catching, but the coaching has came out. John Gruden and friends have came out and said they want to try to get Josh Jacobs more involved in the passing game as well. So you can pencil in Josh Jacobs if he stays healthy to get above a thousand rushing yards. I think it'll be around 260, 270 carries this season. I think they will give him even more of a higher workload due to the fact that he has now completely learned the system. He's not a rookie anymore. He's a sophomore and he is anticipated to be a top back in the league, at least for me. 20 receptions last season, 28 targets, like I said. But I think those targets numbers will go up. If the coach is going to go out there and tell you, hey, I think he's going to get the ball more you kind of have to tend to believe it. Now, some coaches will just give you some complete and utter bullshit like Pete Carroll. I'm chewing my gum like Pete Carroll. And then he just says some bullshit like, oh, we're going to give Penny half the touches. We're going to give Mr. Carson half the touches. And then it doesn't end up, end up ever happening. But Mr. Mr. John Gruden is going to be honest with us. I think Josh Jacobs will get more targets. We saw the fact that when the ball was thrown to him, he was going to be able to bring it down. It was just they had other backs behind him. Now, last season, he had 166 receiving yards, 49th in the NFL, which is 12.8 per game. I expect that to go up as well. But here's where Josh Jacobs was really eating for your fantasy football team. Red zone touches 44, 3.4 per game, 11 in the NFL and total touchdowns was 7, 17th in the NFL. So this is a guy who has a nose for the end zone. He loves scoring and he is one of those guys that a lot of people are going to be sleeping on due to the fact that they're kind of worried about oh he's not going to be catching too many passes. Oh blah 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 blah. I think it changes this season. I think he gets more work and I think with the additions they made in the NFL draft are going to be very key for Josh Jacobs. They obviously bring in Henry Ruggs, Mr. Speedster looking like Lightning McQueen on the gridiron and they bring in some other wide receivers so that now it's not really just Josh Jacobs. I know they had Tyrell Williams, and for a little short amount of time, they had Hunter Renfro last season, the guy who looks like he's 40 years old, but he's actually like 23. They had them, but now they're bringing in a much other, better wide receiver options. Ruggs, obviously, is a field stretcher. You better shit yourself if you're on defense, and Henry Ruggs, you line up next to him, because that guy is so goddamn fast, so now they're going to be worried about the field stretcher and Henry Ruggs. They may not be as worried about the dump-off to Josh Jacobs, or for the handoff to Josh Jacobs, that Josh Jacobs has so much talent that he could take to the house 
from anywhere on the field. Obviously, Josh Jacobs is a thicker kind of a back. He's a bigger kind of a guy, but he is kind of fast, and he will absolutely truck through your shit if you try to tackle him. So I love Josh Jacobs this spot in Las Vegas, a very similar team to last year, but an upgraded version of it, and their offensive line is not too bad at all. They're probably around the middle of the league, maybe kind of going up towards the topper half of the league, but I'm not going to go ahead and say that because you have to see how all the guys play together if there are any new additions. So the next guy to talk about here is Kenyon Drake of the Arizona Cardinals. So let me know what you guys thought about Josh Jacobs down below in the comments. So let me know what you guys thought about every single player I talk about because I really like to read your guys' opinion as well and see if they clash with mine or if they're pretty similar. So Kenyon Drake last season, obviously at the beginning of the year, he was a Miami Dolphin. I'm a Dolphins fan. I wish we didn't trade him. But his talent just wasn't being shown off there because they were just trying to lose and then they started to win. I don't know what happened, but they traded his ass after just six games in Miami. He played 14 total games, six in Miami, and eight in Arizona. Running back number 17 in 2019, but goddamn, if you're looking at his numbers, it's like the two completely different seasons. The season with Miami, this guy looks like a bust. This guy looks like Lana Rhodes' face after uh, a couple of uh, maybe an hour-long session, if you know what I'm saying. That's what it's looking like. But then, at the second half of the season, this motherfucker is looking like a goddamn fantasy football god. 170 carries, 12.1 per game, 19th in the NFL. So his carries numbers aren't going to be super-duper the highest in the NFL, but it does get lowered down due to the fact when he was on Miami, they were just throwing everyone out there to get the rock. 817 rush yards, 58.4 per game, 21st in the NFL. 68 targets, 4.9 per game, 12th in the NFL. 50 receptions, 3.6 per game, 12th in the NFL. This is where this is bread and butter. He's one of those guys that runs and can catch the ball. And I think the catching numbers will be around the same. The receiving numbers will probably be around like 70 to 75 targets, but his receiving or his rushing yard total is going to go up. 345 receiving yards, 24.6 per game, 17th in the NFL. So obviously, he gets it done both in the air and on the ground. That's what you're going to be looking for in half PPR or PPR leagues to get a back that is going to be getting touches throughout the whole game, whether it's through the air or on the ground. Now, red zone touches 25, 1.8 per game, 32nd in the NFL, and total touchdowns, 8, number 7. Now, that number looks low, only 1.8 per game, but that's because this motherfucker was taking it to the house from, like, 40 yards out. It was absolutely crazy. There were games where it seemed like they were nowhere near going to be scoring towards the end of the year. They just handed it to him, and he busted it to the house, and then he does that celebration against the Eagles, I believe it was, where he take the money out of the safe. He's stealing the money, because you know what he did? He is going to be stealing Arizona's money, because they're going to pay him the big buckaroos after the season. I believe they will because Kenyon Drake is so talented. Now, what did the Arizona Cardinals do in the offseason? They traded Kenyon Drake's competition for DeAndre Hopkins. They traded a guy that was really not that good in David Johnson, who I think is still talented, for the one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. So obviously the Arizona Cardinals got better. Now there are there is going to be some concern that people are going to think, oh my god, now the Arizona Cardinals are going to be way more pass-heavy. How much more fucking pass-heavy could they have been than last season? Cliff Kingsbury, the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, runs, as one would call, an air raid offense. This motherfucker is throwing the ball left and right all game long. Having Kyler Murray, who's very short, I don't even know what he sees above the line, he jumps up and he throws the ball. They're going to be passing a lot. 
But that does not matter because Kenyon Drake now is even better. Because now, how do you cover all these guys on the field? You have Larry Fitz, one of the best wide receivers to ever play the goddamn game. You have DeAndre Hopkins, amazing wide receiver. Christian Kirk, a pretty talented young wide receiver. And you have Kenyon goddamn Drake coming out of the backfield, being ready to catch those balls out of the backfield. I think that Kenyon Drake has a huge season this year, and his ADP is going to be falling around the second or third round of your fantasy drafts. And that value is amazing. I think he has the potential to be a top 10 guy, if not a top 5 guy. If the cards, <laughs> the cards get it, he's on the Arizona Cardinals, go his way. I think that Kenyon Drake showed his talent last season, and there's no reason not to buy in a guy who within just 8 games absolutely tore up the NFL and was a top 10 finisher pretty much every single week and had multiple weeks in the top five. So the final guy of the video is Mr. Austin Eckler of the LA Superchargers. So if you guys could and you ended up enjoying so far, please click that subscribe button down below. Now there is some debate. Where were the LA Chargers fucking play in 2020? Because it seems like with this Rona stuff, they're not going to be allowed to play in LA. So they might be the San Jose Chargers, maybe. Who knows? Maybe that's in L.A. as well because I'm a dumbass. Maybe the Austin Chargers. Who knows? Maybe they'll play in Texas. Austin Eckler's Austin Chargers. So, running back number four last season. And he did this with Melvin Gordon and without Melvin Gordon. He was on fire without Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon comes back. He plays fine. Now he's without Melvin Gordon. Now they bring in some sorry-ass motherfucker to be his backup. And they have Justin Jackson. Who gives a fuck about those guys, if I'm being honest with you? Who cares? Because it is Austin Eckler season in LA. They bring in in the draft Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, not the greatest quarterback prospect, but they believed in him. They fucking drafted him. What does young quarterbacks like to do? What do young quarterbacks like to do? They like to dump the ball off to the running back or the tight end. It's that simple. How many games does Herbert play? I'd say probably eight. I think it's going to be half Tyrod, half Mr. Herbert. So that's going to provide to be great for Austin Eckler. There's going to be people who believe, oh, Tyrod Taylor doesn't dump it off to the, the running back as much. He fucking will because Austin Eckler is probably the second best player on the team. Keenan Allen and him are the two best players on the team. Last season, running back number four, like I said, 132 carries, 8.2 per game, 34th in the NFL, 557 rush yards, 35.8 per, uh, per game, 33rd in the NFL. Now those numbers are not hot. They're not sexy. You might be wondering, how the fuck is this guy a safe pick? How is this guy you love to draft if he doesn't even put up huge numbers? Now it's pretty obvious because he's fucking is Christian McCaffrey light in the passing game. 108 targets. Targets, 6.8 per game, second in the NFL. 92 receptions, 5.8 per game, second in the NFL. You want to know who's higher than him? Christian goddamn McCaffrey. These guys play alike. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey's better at running the ball than him and catching the ball than him, but that's not saying that Austin Eckler is some schmo. Christian McCaffrey's probably the best fucking running back in the league. So comparing Austin Eckler to him is doing Austin Eckler unjust. Austin Eckler is very, very talented. I've called Austin Eckler Christian McCaffrey light, Christian McCaffrey Jr., and I'm not even fucking kidding. I think that Austin Eckler will have an amazing season. 993 receiving yards, 62.1 per game, second in the NFL. Guess who he's behind? Yet again, Christian McCaffrey. Total touchdowns, 11, eighth in the NFL, and his red zone touches were 27, 1.7 per game, 27th in the NFL. So he's not going to be the kind of guy who just barrels into the end zone and scores you a touchdown. But if you're in PPR or half PPR, this guy is going to be catching dump-offs all game long. Probably five, six, or seven receptions every single goddamn game. And he will take some of those to the house. He's also going to get rushing opportunities. I think it may even be more now. Now that Melvin Gordon's gone, I would predict maybe 12 to 13 touches a game in uh, rushing attempts. And then he's obviously going to get six, seven 
five, six, or seven receiving looks in every single game. So I think that Austin Eckler is going to have yet another great season running back for last season, and he's falling in draft boards because people, are, for some reason, are scared of a guy who already showed us how good he was with the Chargers team that wasn't as good as we thought it would be. So thank you guys all for watching this video. If you ended up enjoying, click that subscribe button on your screen or down below. And click that notification bell as well because you want to get notified for all the videos. Click on the video above me to my left or to the top left. I love each and every single one of you guys. Make sure to have a great rest of your day. And I'll see you guys tomorrow with yet another banger of a video. Goodbye.